everyone, welcome back to Azri Law Fun Podcast, the show that shares interesting issues about the law where you can relate with daily life. In this episode, we'll be talking about how online contract is formed. So basically, how is it actually formed? Online contract, also known as an e-contract. An e-contract is the results of the interactions of two or more electronic agents that have been designed to recognize the existence of a contract or even a deal that takes place via the internet. The formation of an e-contract in Malaysia is governed by the Contracts Act 1950 and must be read in conjunction with the Digital Signature Act 1997 and Electronic Commerce Act 2006. So basically, does online contract have a legal effect? The legality of an online contract can refer to Section 7, Section 7, bracket 2 of the Electronic Commerce Act 2006 it is stated that the formation of a contract by way of the electronic message has legal effect so how does the online contract form what are the specifically requirements for online contract formations so basically there are five requirements needed so first of all is offer offer is an act of a person who indicates a willingness to do or abstain from doing something with the purpose to get assent of another person as in reference to section 8 section 2a of contracts act 1915 however displaying products with the price on a website may be more of an invitation to 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 treat itt than an offer itt is when a person invites someone to make an offer when a customer shops online the customer makes an offer when he or she approaches the vendor to purchase the items. Thus, the customer sends the offer when pressing the order button. Next is acceptance. An acceptance is the final indication of assent to the terms of the offer by virtue of Section 2B of the Con- Contracts Act 1915. In online shopping, acceptance is transmitted via electronic means. Therefore, the receipt rule is applied. The receipt rule states that an ex- acceptance must be conveyed to the offerer by digital means and that the acceptance is only effective and legal when the offerer is aware of it. In this situation, if the vendor's website serves as an invitation to, to treat and the customer makes the offer, the contract is formed upon the acceptance of the customer's offer by the vendor. So the third point would be consideration. A consideration is that the promisee must provide something in exchange for the promisor's promise. It can refer to Section 2D of the Contract Act 1950. It means with the aim of the contract to be valid, each of the parties has to exchange something for the other to profit. So when a customer shops online, it consists of the customer's payment and the vendor's delivery of goods. There is no doubt that an online transaction in which commodities and money are transferred satisfies the contractual criterion for consideration. So fourthly, its intention to create legal relations. The Contracts Act of 1950 is silent on the issue of intention to create legal relations, but there is no disagreement that the parties must have such intention to enter into a contract. As for an online contract, The existence of intention is normally automatic when the customer clicks the agree on button or ticks the terms and condition button. 
It indicates that both parties have given their approval and have the intention to create legal relations. However, this purpose can be withdrawn if the customer is dubbed into signing an undesirable contract by a confusing and dishonest website. So lastly is capacity. A person is competent to contract if he is of the age of majority, of sound mind and not disqualified from contract, contracting or according to Section 11 of the Contracts Act 1950. A contract entered into by someone who lacks the element of capacity is null and invalid. It may be difficult to tell whether a contract is entered by the designated competent person when purchasing online. To avoid this problem, the seller can utilize digital signatures that are verified by a certification authority. Therefore, in conclusion, each of the parties must take note of the element to enter into the online contract to avoid any liabilities or issues occurring. This is to safeguard both parties' rights. So generally, knowledge of the elements of contract as either it is online or offline should not be taken into granted. Do ensure that elements of contract are fulfilled because parties will be protected by our law only when contract is validity formed. So therefore, that's all from this episode. Do check out our in our articles in Azure Law Firm website. And if you'd like to know and catch up more information, do follow our Instagram and also Facebook. And I'm Zulaika signing out.